All right, welcome. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. It's Friday night. Today's the law of one. Yes, Julie, good evening. Right? Rock on. Share this out. Everybody share this out, please. We can get some people in here. We're going to be talking about the law of one. We're on session 84 this week. But first, I want to talk about the up-and-coming events uh, tomorrow, if you're in America, Saturday, if you're in the United States, if you're over in Australia, it's Sunday. This event, and I actually primed it this time, <laughs> right? <laughs> I actually have it up here so you guys can see it. So let me switch over to the camera here, and there you go. Okay, so tomorrow, and you can see on there, it says the 12th of December, 2 p.m. Los Angeles time, 5 p.m. New York time, or the 13th of December, 6 a.m. Perth time, or 9 a.m. Melbourne if you're in Australia. Okay, so, all right, so that that, that gives you a, a, you know, where in the world, as far as time zones, you can figure out where you are, depending on where you are in the world. This event, I talked about it yesterday and I talked about it last week. This event is, uh, is Our Alien Ancestry, Original Voices. You can see this on your screen if you're listening on, on the MP3 file podcast. You can't, so that's why I'm reading it too. Chapter 7, Online Conference. Stephen and Evan Strong, good friends of mine, are going to uh, be a part of this conference. And you can see the names on the screen, and I always mess up the names, but I know that they are tribal elders because I've heard their names spoken before. I just don't know how to say them right, uh, right? so I always mess that up. So uh, Uncle Lewis Walker, I can't mess that one up. <laughs> right? Lionel, and I think it's Loesch, but it could be Locke. I apologize, Lionel, for, for getting your name wrong. Right? Auntie Minnie Mace. Right, Auntie Minnie Mace, Oluki Brandon Moore, Moore, I think it's Murray. It could be Moray, but it's Murray, I think, because the two R's Murray sounds like an Irish name, right? Um, Benaw Pawnale, I apologize for saying that wrong, hosted by Leah Capitelli. Okay, so this is a pay event. Let me scroll the screen up just a tad here so you can see. It is a paid event. <coughs> And the tickets are 26 uh, Australian dollars, so that translates to where whatever you're, wherever you are in the world. Like if it's American, I think it's 24, 22. If you're Canadian, it's 22.50 or 22.75 or something like that. So depending on where you are in the world, that that changes. But if you if you go there and you use PayPal, it automatically PayPal automatically does the money exchange to whatever the money exchange is today. Um, I found that out by. Um, working with the girls over in the Czech Republic, who I haven't forgotten, you girls. Um, I've just been really busy focusing on uh, other stuff. I am going to be doing more on OLI, the extraterrestrial entity, the EBE, extraterrestrial biological entity from the 12th dimension, who is currently, currently being channeled by these two girls and has been for decades, since like 1993, I think she said, or 97. I apologize. Uh, if I get that wrong again, because I always get that wrong in the numbers, it's either in 93 or 97 when they started channeling, and they're still doing it today. So uh, she keeps giving me information. They keep giving me information, uh, and I, I just love her to death for doing that. I miss talking to her. I miss communicating with her. Um, her English, I think, is getting better. My check isn't getting any better, so we have uh, that learning curve that we're trying to get by. We can, we can text each other. <laughs> 
right? She's not confident enough to speak English, and I'm not confident enough to speak Czech, although I do understand some of the words. She understands English better than I understand Czech. <coughs> Learning it, trying to anyway. Okay, so this event is really cool, and it has to do, like you can see the, the rings there on the screen, okay? It has to do with the sacred sites and the sacred um uh, things that are all over first they had stones and in the shape of tauruses not taurus the bull but taurus which is the round donut shape those are found all over the world and natives all over the world have been collecting them as sacred rocks and um you know they have energy in you know to the point where i had um you know a couple of different people michael tellinger and uh stephen strong <clears throat> tell the story of them going through the airport and having these stones and they had them all wrapped up and taped up so that you couldn't touch them and they would x-ray them and go what is this and they're like well they're, they're energy stones and they're like well we need to open them and, the, and they, <laughs> okay it's your it's your life and they're like what are you talking about these things are charged with all kinds of energy and if the wrong person touches them the consequences could be bad for you and they were like, what? No, we have to do this. And he's like, okay, you go ahead. Uh, you, you know, I, then you have to sign a thing saying you, you, nobody will sue me and your family won't sue me if you die for doing this. And they're like, what, what are these? What do, you, what do you mean? And so he explained them to them and they would be like, okay, you, you can go. <laughs> right? But it took a long time to get that. So these stones are found everywhere and they also find these other rings. That's why you see these, these rings in, in here and there. And this conference is, is, this information they're going to be talking about that and i have it on on uh from what they from what they say uh from what i've been told they're going to be revealing stuff that the elders know about our timeline going forward which they've been trying to warn us about like the hopi indians over here in the united states and other aboriginal peoples in the united states and north american continent and south american central american continent that they have known things uh, that, you know, the, that we on our modern age don't know nor believe in, okay? And I was just talking about that today because I watched uh, um, Ancient Aliens had a few new episodes on it. I've been DVRing them. So uh, th three weeks ago, they had one that was about the number 12. And I had just was talking about that, how science will never figure out the universe because there's no spiritualism involved in their equations, the History Channel, Ancient Aliens people will never figure out what's really happening in the universe and where all this stuff came from because they do the same. They push the false flag narrative of the um, Orion Crusaders, which is a lie, which is the same lie that they placed for Zachariah Stitchin to find and Moses on the Ten Commandments. Okay, And that lie is that we were designed by an alien race as a slave labor race. And if not that, <clears throat> just to introduce the whole ideology of could everything about us be from some alien civilization who created us? Because that's the beginning narrative. If you believe that an alien race can, uh, you know, created us, then you're, it's easier for you to then go from, well, we did create you and you were created like the Anunnaki say as a slave labor race. And we are that people come back here to rule you. That's how they take over planets. Okay, and that and that is literally if you go back and I don't know what session it is, but on the law of one, they talk about that. Okay, they talk about all that and they warn that anyone uh, who claims to be your God creator, an alien species, they are liars 
they're either the 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 cabal, the CIA, the NSA, <clears throat> working through you, or somebody, an agent of theirs, channeling to you, or they are literally this evil entities uh, that are from the Orion Nebula. That some of us who are from Orion are are part of the coalition that is not the bad guys. And a lot of people have to say, wait, wait a minute, what? There's people from Orion that are not bad? Yeah, of course there are. There's people from California that aren't bad. There's people from New York that aren't bad. There's people from the United States that's not bad. There's people from China that's not bad. Why would there be the entire Orion Nebula where we all came through of all the different places that are there not have good people there, right? Just because we're all warned about these evil ones? Well, Raw came from there. Their entire species came from Orion, okay? They talk about that, and they're good and holy, okay? So that, that's a concept that people have a hard time understanding. Okay, so this is for tomorrow, Saturday or Sunday, depending on where you are on the planet. It is a paid event. Then we have, coming up on the 21st, let me scroll up. Hold on, let me change your guys' camera so you don't see me like fiddling around here. Go back to this while I do this, because otherwise you'll see my screen scrolling while I'm looking through my content to get to the other ad which is up my screen slightly this is all on my personal page so if you go to facebook uh it's there but i will be putting these in the description and in the chat for you okay so that way you have links to them after i report on this i'll grab the links shove them in there but please like i said everybody uh share this out <clears throat> sharon welcome you said there's a new book out what's what is the new book Sharon, I didn't realize you guys were talking. I was too busy looking at the at the thing there. Steve, welcome. Reese, welcome. I see you guys in the audience there. Thank you. Um, oh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> he says, Steve says, you demand. Thank you, buddy. Um, okay, hi, Leo, listening through dinner. Nice. Watching yesterday, your stuff, uh, my stuff later, wishing you well. Yesterday was all politics. You'll love it. Okay, I was, I was going off on this whole thing. Uh, it didn't get, I got around the algorithm. So I haven't posted it to YouTube yet, but Facebook has not has not put up the sign up there yet that says all the information here is a conspiracy theory and fact checked by a Democratic hack party. <clears throat> Last time, that's what I got. I got fact checks and it was they said it was fact checked by three independents. And I went there and it was two. One was factcheck.com, which is the which is the Democratic hack. And the other one was another offshoot of that. I forgot who it was. It was it was like uh, move which is a Democratic uh, 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 hack uh, uh, party affiliation that tries to, the, the whole purpose is to undermine the president of the United States. That's in their, it's in their freaking bylaws. Okay, so um, Israel general retired. Yes, I talked about that. Or well, maybe I didn't talk about it. I didn't talk about that on air. I talked about that with other people off air. Yes, the Israel general retired at 87 and blew the whistle on aliens. I saw it on TMZ. I did talk about that yesterday. You'll see me talk about that. You hear me talk about that yesterday on that on that show. Um, he, he came out. I, was, I turned on TMZ, uh, and I don't normally watch them. I love them because they're American paparazzi, and they actually go out and catch movie stars, actors, and you know politicians doing shit they're not supposed to do and expose that and show the hypocrisy, and everyone loves it. Okay, and so I love the show. When, when they were really small, they were out here in the Bay Area, and, and they were on television here, and I moved to Arizona, and they ended up on television there, and they got bigger now. That you go there and they have like 15, 20 people remote viewing because they used to all be in the audience. In the beginning, it was like three guys and two girls. It was like the the guy and his partner, the the, the dudes who host the show, and then they had some field operatives, and, and it was only like two or three. Now there's like 20, 30, and they're this big, huge production. I love that they got that big. 
Okay, so he they, on there they talked about it because he literally came out and said they they played what he said. He literally said, "Aliens have been living among us." Now this is not verbatim, okay? So because I'm not reading it off the off of the the, the line, so this is my memory of what I overheard. And and it is uh, you know everything that we know. Those of us who are who know about aliens, ancient aliens, he said. Uh, you know, the aliens have been living among us for many, many years. I think he even said the word decade. Don't quote me. And then he said, you know, the underground military bases. He said the whole nines. He said everything. And they were like, yeah, right. You know, grandma, grandpa. It's a good thing he retired because I really don't want to have grandma, grandpa telling us that, you know. And I was like, but that's everything that I know from insiders. Okay. That, and I said that on the show yesterday, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll say that again. The old guys, the guys Lockheed, Martin, Lear, those three men who gave their names to the companies who built all of the aircraft and the secret aircraft for the United States government, they worked at Skunk Works. Each one of them, in turn, as they were dying of cancer, came out and made a video saying the exact same thing. I talked about that on the show. Either all these government officials, including the... Um, uh, defense minister for Canada, right, and the guy who was in Above Majestic who died during the filming, who was part of that that group that was investigating the Nazis and blew the whistle on uh, the UFO stuff uh, in America, then understood that, and that there was UFOs and they were trying to get them. Uh, and that guy talks about the entire thing that happened from 1938 until, or 1935 until present day, and he died during the filming of Above Majestic two years ago, three years ago. Okay, so... You either have all these people that are in the governments that come out when they're like, look, I got nothing to lose anymore. I'm dying. Here's the truth of it. Telling us the same story or they all got together secretly from around the world and said, I'm going to play the biggest joke on on mankind. But we all have to do it just before we die. (laughs) Right. Because if we do it any other way, they're going to roast us in court. Well, some of the guys came out and said this stuff where they're still alive. They're not dead. Okay, but these other guys said it just before they died. So I don't see that they had this running joke that let's fuck with the world. Pardon my language. Let's let's mess with the heads of the world by coming out and saying, you know what, all that alien stuff? Yep, it's real. We have a breakaway society and we've had technology. We have bases on the moon and on Mars and and uh, all over the place. And we've had that since like 1938. What do you think about that, guys? We'll just make all that up and just throw it out there, right? So I also watched uh, today a UFO, I don't know what it was called, I think it's UFO Files or UFOs Declassified, one of those things. I was watching an episode of that today. Yeah, he said aliens and humans live together underground on Mars. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Um, so, yeah, right? I mean, they were like, okay, Grandpa, he must have Alzheimer's. Uh, yeah, no. And I was like, you guys are so asleep, right? But whatever. It was out there. It was reported so people can decide for themselves. But those of us who are already in the know, we've already heard those stories over and over and over from these guys, all these people on the inside, right? I, you know, I just uh, a few months ago interviewed um, um, Jim Pennington from Renderson Forest on live on uh, Ancient Aliens Worldwide. I don't think I have that posted for you podcast listeners. I should probably get that and post it. Uh, but he he was giving us only, I was producing that show for Ancient Aliens, which is I created, but Ancient Aliens Worldwide on uh, the group on Facebook, which is the largest Ancient Aliens uh, group on the planet. And um, Mandy, who is the, who is the, the, the lead 
a woman in charge of ancient aliens worldwide. I don't do much with that because I'm too busy with everything else. So I basically gave her the reins. She does what she wants there. Uh, so we we do talk. We have a conference. You know, we have a, we have a communication once a week and make sure that we're all both on the same track of what we're doing. But she w- went out and found him and got him to come on. So she was interviewing him. And I noticed that he was only giving us the same answers that he gave everybody for the last 30 or five years or whatever odd years it's been since Randallstrom Forest. But I noticed that he was talking about um, a few things. And I know from the things that I know. And, you know, he was saying at one point, well, I was, you know, next to the saucer and touching it. And I noticed that I was there for like 45 minutes collecting data. And I looked back and my buddies who were came down there with me were still standing a ways away from me and they weren't moving. And I thought, wow, that's weird. Are they just frozen with fear? But they just stood there for 45 minutes. They weren't moving. And I piped in at that point because I hadn't been involved in the conversation. I was just being the producer. But at that point, I piped in and said, you know, Jim, I, I get the feeling that you were in some sort of temporal displacement when you were near the craft. Now, if the craft traveled through time or dimension, there's going to be a temporal displacement still around the craft if, when you get close to the craft. Is it possible that you were experiencing time outside of this time and so what you cataloged as as just a few minutes was 45 minutes and they all just stood still he then said you know that's what the cia said and my uh his his partner who uh, co-wrote the book with him he's the scientist and i don't know what that means but you're talking like those guys and i said well i know what the cia knows Okay, and, you know, and then he started talking about, yeah, they said something about temporal this or that, and it had something to do with the energies, and I said, yeah, as above, so below, three, six, and nine. I said that, I said to him that we humans are the three, that we resonate at the three, and then the six is nature, the universe, and nine is the, the hex boson. It's the God particle, the God energy that creates the, um, the uh, um, infinity effect, okay, and that's what creates the Taurus, and, and the dodecahedron, the energy completely goes and it doesn't go out and out and out forever like the Fibonacci sequence suggested or the golden mean ratio. The nine energy puts it back over so that you're going out, 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 out. And then all of a sudden you're going in, 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 in to the center. And then all of a sudden you're going out, 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 out again. And that goes on for infinity. Okay. And he was like, oh, my God, you're talking like my part. I don't have no idea what you just said, but I know that you said the same thing. And he just opened up. And started telling us all the stuff about, you should watch that video. It's still tagged up on Ancient Aliens Worldwide when you first get there. It's the first video that you see. It's live on the screen for you as soon as you log in. It's there, Ancient Aliens Worldwide on Facebook. You should take a look at that. I'll have to post that on um, on the other channels as well, uh, YouTube and on the MP3 podcast all over the world. Uh, then you won't be able to see him, but you'll be able to hear him. So he perked up, and afterwards, it was the greatest. Uh, he has never opened up that much. He gave more information to us that night than he has anyone else because we said the right things. I asked the right questions, and that triggered him to go, okay, this guy's legit. These people are legit. They, they truly do know, and they understand what I'm going through and saying. So he then gave us a little bit more of a, of a it was a, an exclusive interview from that point on. It was pretty badass. Okay. So <clears throat> either all these people for all around the world who are not making money off of this are hoaxing the planet in the largest hoax in the history of the world, unless, you can, unless you're one to tend to believe there is no God and Jesus never existed, because that would be the biggest hoax in the history of the world if that was a hoax. Right? Isn't that crazy? Okay, so 
So we have, did I even put this on the screen for you? I didn't, I've been talking so long here. You're probably on the, yeah, you are. Okay, so uh, we have this event, global event, a global meditation event on the 21st of December. Let me put this on the screen for you to see over here. All right, where are we? We're here, let's go there and move this here. I'll probably click on it here uh, so it'll bring it up a little bit bigger. Let me do this. Okay, so so this is a free event that we're doing. It's an all-day event being put on by um, Omar at Watchers Talk, and he asked me if uh, if I wanted to um, join. I said absolutely, yes. Okay, so this is a world meditation event, and it, it's called um, it is called the uh, global meditation event. Time is now. Level up. Okay, so this is a free event on the twenty-first, and we will be going live on air. At approximately 8 a.m. Uh, U.S. California time, West Coast, Western Hemisphere of the United States time. Oops, and I'm um, sorry, I'm trying to <laughs> share that on there. I was just trying to open the screen up, this part here, so you can read, so we can read more of what we're being said right in through here. You know, um, now I have that highlighted. I apologize. Let me get that off the screen there. Okay, so the tickets are available, and there's a link. I will put it in the chat that you guys can go and take a look at it. You can sign up. It is absolutely free. It's going to be an all-day event. Okay, you can see here we're featuring Rob Yonks. Rob has his own, uh, uh, his own show, his own podcast, right? And uh, he's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Jillian Parker, Aaron Fowler. These, and, and some of these, I think they're still going to add a few, right? Um, Normal Louise. I'm trying to read this on the, on the small screen. Rasmussen, I think that's what that says, and Eric Verilia or or Vera Real, I don't know how to say that. Neil Gore from Portal to Ascension, he's going to be doing um, sounds with bulls, right? Where they where you take the bulls and you make the sounds with the bulls. David uh, Ray Davis, uh, who is a you know multi-author, multi-time author, talking about all kinds of really cool stuff, and a video by Stephen and Evan Strong from the Uluru in Australia, and that I I have that video also on. I think it's the same one. Uh, that's a message that I have on my page as well. <clears throat> but we're going to play a video, and if it's different, then uh, it's from that conference. And uh, we're going to be playing that live on there as a message for all the people from Stephen and Evan Strong. So it's going to be really cool. It's going to be an all-day event. It's going to start at 8 o'clock in the morning, West Coast, West Hemisphere uh, uh, time time zone, and it's going to go until like 4 or 5 or 6 at night. So it's going to be at least an 8-hour gig. Right. It's absolutely free. You guys should come and check it out. We've done this before where we've collaborated myself and Watchers Talk. Uh, we where we did their anniversary and my anniversary. And we did all you know, he uh, he did a 12 hour um, uh, show for his anniversary. And I did a 10 or 11 <laughs> for mine uh, for my three year and his five year. Uh, so these events are really cool. We set them up really well and uh, we keep you know, we've been doing this for a long time setting up big events like this. Both of us uh, helped Neil and have helped Neil. Uh, in fact, we just did his uh, his five-day, was it a five-day, six-day event um, that we were helping with that. I mean, we didn't help set it up, but we helped, you know, take care of it while it was running and make sure that things ran well and did all this stuff in the background to make sure that different things got posted when they were supposed to. Whatever we, they needed, we would, took, would help with them, right? And then we were also interviewing people, right? So these events are really cool, and why did we do it on the 21st? That's the solstice, right? That's the winter solstice. So we're doing it on the winter solstice on purpose. It's set up that way because we're trying to raise the vibration uh, of the planet. Everybody, could, everybody needs that right now because of everything that's been going on, especially this year because of COVID, right? So 
join us even if you even if you're you don't have the whole day obviously you might have to work or whatever pop in when you can uh, to help raise the vibration and even if you can't at all that day know that on that day we're calling for everyone on the planet on this planet off this planet in this planet whoever can hear the signal or tap into the signal to to uh, to join in with positive affirmation for the planet Okay, we're calling for that. We did that that year when last year when that hurricane hit and it worked, although it's there was a fight over its over its control over the Bahamas. And unfortunately, the Bahamas got decimated from that. But we were able to keep that thing from hitting the eastern seaboard like it was supposed to just go right up inside the United States and destroy billions and billions of dollars and kill millions of lives. We controlled that. Okay, and and even people said that look, we they, that was controlled. That was never done that before. What the hurricane did, and the path that hurricane to, took, and it, it fighting going east and west and east and west and east and west and finally north and east. Um, no hurricane has ever done in the history of the world. Stop dead. And hover there for like a day. None ever. So the scientists even know something strange happened there. All right. So that's enough of my my 26 minute, almost 30 minute wasting time. But these events are uh, important, and you guys should tune in to this stuff because it's really cool. So let me go over here to Law of One now and fix the screen back the way it needs to be. Hold on. Let me let me transform my screen back to fit to screen. Bingo. Okay. And uh, this is session 84 of the law of one okay so we're going to go ahead and and start in on that angela welcome right it's all true angela says and every planet has life plus bases absolutely and uh, i talked about that as well where um you know i was talking about the gravitational pull because I, I i understand three six and nine and i understand how how that works and i just explained it to you but but what i didn't explain to you is is that the the 12 Right. The the hex boson, <coughs> pardon me, the hex boson is the God particle. And that's the 12th particle that are the standard particles for the universe. And the Greeks believed and a lot of people believe that our planet is in the shape of a of a dodecahedron with its energy. It might not appear that way because it's a sphere, but the energy is in the in the in the, um, the pattern of a dodecahedron, which is 12 sided. Okay, and there's your 12 again, and I, I'm going to do a whole show on 12. You know, they talked about it on Ancient Aliens, but they talked about it from the angle of, uh, did the gods create us? Were these our alien god creators? Because we were not created by alien gods. We're not a slave race. Like I said before, that's a lie propagated by the Orion um, crusaders who are trying to take over this planet. They're evil, and they're trying to take over this planet by proxy because they understand how the Matrix works. That's three, six, and nine. The three is us. We vibrated the three. The six is nature, right? As above, so below. And the nine is the God energy, but it's not the totality. That's where the 12 comes into play. And how does that work? Tesla said three, three, and three. You guys need to understand three. If you, have, if you understood three, you would understand the entire universe. Three is our energy. Three plus three equals six. So three plus three equals six, which there's a six energy, but six and 9 is not 12, but 3 and 9 is 12. So the common denominator here between who is in charge of the narrative and the energy is, is the hex boson, the God particle. Who's the God particle? We are. We are the part of the one. We are a piece, everything. We plus nature, which was also created by the one, right? 
we plus nature equal nine, which is what? The hex boson, which is the, the particle that tells everything else to go back on itself to infinity. And what is infinity? It's like the trinity. Three plus nine equals 12. So, so the one is only whole when we are one with nature and we are one with what? The God particle, the hex boson. So we need to understand 12 because 3 plus 9 equals 12. So 3, it's either 4 threes, four, 3, 3, 3, and 3, which is 12, right? But that doesn't factor into the as above, so below. But the 3 is in charge of the narrative. We just don't know that because of the mind wipe, because of the forgetting. But we are, and those people from Orion know that. And they count on that. And that's what the people here, the evil uh, powers that should not be, are doing with this matrix that is the computer, which is another ego, and the news stations, which is using propaganda and is being another ego. They are, they are changing your mind into the narrative they want, which they've been promised by the Orion uh, uh, crusaders, that they would have lordship over this planet. So they believe they're in charge, and, they're, and we're their slaves, and they want us to believe that too. Because if we believe that, then the Anunnaki return. It'll be the Orion uh, Crusaders coming back as the Anunnaki. And they're going to come down and go, we are your creator gods. Bow to us. And if we all believe that, it becomes so. Why? Because we are the three energy. We drive the narrative. We are in charge of this matrix. Do you understand that? If we all decided that there was no famine and all of us on the planet thought that all at the same time, there would be no famine. But we all have to think it and believe it. To make it so. Do you understand? A lot of people don't get that. Okay, let me turn the sound up on my board here for Raw, and we'll go ahead and get started. I know I wasted a lot of time on this, but this is very important information that I just uh, bestowed upon you, right? So let's see. Let me check the chat real quick before I get going, because I see you guys have said a few things here, right? Okay. Um, I love it. Another uh, Philip uh, Corso. <laughs> yeah, day after Roswell, right? Um, I was also watching the Russians with their um, their Groom Lake. I forgot the name of it now. I just knew the name of it earlier. Uh, the city that was the, that is their uh, military base that they do all the stuff underground, and um, them fighting the UFOs and their Roswell and uh, getting all the UFO parts and stuff underneath. Right, December twenty first, Saturn Jupiter event, eight hundred year event, perfect for the special. As always, thank you, Leo. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, I didn't come up with that. That was Omar. Thank him. He's the one who ran those numbers and said to me, dude, not only is it the solstice, but we have an 800-year con configuration happening at the same time. Let's do this. And I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> so Omar at Watchers Talk is your is your hero there, Sharon. You're going to talk to him about it. He gets all credit. All I did was say, yes, I'll do this with you. <laughs> he already had it all put together. I, and then he just said, here's the people I have so far, and we got other people coming, and I'll give you the schedule when I got it full. And then he posted stuff on my page to show what he had ready to go. So that's what I was reading and what I was showing you. All right, let's go over here and go to the Law of One and go into full screen mode. So you guys, if you're, uh, if you're watching, you could put your, your device into full screen. You can read along with uh, Muffy Moose. This is the guys who put this up here. It's LL Research approved material. It's their book, and they put it to computer. So the computer's reading it to us. And um, this took place, as you can see on your screen, if you don't, and you're on the MP3 file, you don't know that. This is a Law of One by Ra, a humble messenger of the Law of One. Session number 84 took place April 14th, 1982, part one of two, because this session's a little long, so they, they, uh, they uh, split it up into two videos. Okay, here we go. 
I am Ra. I greet you, my friends, in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Question 84.1 Questioner, could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. The physical complex energy level of the instrument is in sizable deficit. The vital energies are well. Question 84.2 Questioner, in the last session you mentioned the least distorted complex protein for the instrument since its body complex was capable of greatly increased distortion. Would you define the protein of which you spoke and in which direction is the increased distortion, towards health or ill health? Answer, I am Ra. We were, in the cautionary statement about complex protein, referring to the distortions of the animal protein which has been slaughtered and preservatives added in order to maintain the acceptability to your peoples of this non-living, physical material. It is well to attempt to find those items which are fresh and of the best quality possible in order to avoid increasing this particular entity's distortions which may be loosely termed allergic. We were speaking of the distortion towards disease which is potential at this space-time. Question 84.3 Questioner, what disease in particular were you speaking of and what would be its cause? Answer, I am Ra. One disease, as you call this distortion, is that of the arthritis and the lupus erythematosus. The cause of this complex of distortions is, at base, pre-incarnative. We refrain from determining the other distortion potential at this space-time due to our desire to maintain the free will of this group. Affirmations may yet cause this difficulty to resolve itself. Therefore, we simply encourage the general care with the diet with the instructions about allergy, as you call this quite complex distortion of the mind and body complexes. Question 84.4 Questioner, the instrument asked the following question. Ra has implied that the instrument is on the path of martyrdom, but since we all die are we not all martyred to something, and when, if ever, does martyrdom partake of wisdom? Answer, I am Ra. This is a thoughtful query. Let us use as exemplar the one known as Jehoshua. This entity incarnated with the plan of martyrdom. There is no wisdom in this plan but rather understanding and compassion extended to its fullest perfection. The one known as Jehoshua would have been less than fully understanding of its course had it chosen to follow its will at any space-time during its teachings. Several times, as you call this measure, this entity had the possibility of moving towards the martyr's place which was, for that martyr, Jerusalem. Yet in meditation this entity stated time and again, it is not yet the hour. The entity could also have, when the hour came, walked another path. Its incarnation would then have been prolonged but the path for which it incarnated somewhat confused. Thusly, one may observe the greatest amount of understanding of which this entity was indeed capable taking place as the entity in meditation felt and knew that the hour had come for that to be fulfilled which was its incarnation. It is indeed so that all mind, body, spirit complexes shall die to the third density illusion, that is, that each yellow ray physical complex body shall cease to be viable. It is a misnomer to, for this reason alone, call each mind, body, spirit complex a martyr, for this term is reserved for those who lay down their lives for the service they may provide to others. We may encourage meditation upon the functions of the will. Question 84. And the computer said Yahshua, and it was actually pronounced Yahshua, right? That was one of the one of the enunciations of of 
Hebrew word for Jesus, Yahshua. Right, that would have been the, the Sanskrit. Yeah, Sanskrit at the time, Yahshua. Okay. Point five. Questioner, could you make any suggestions about the instrument's feet or how they got in the bad shape that they are in, and if alternating the shoes would help? Answer, I am Ra. The distortion referred to above, that is, the complex of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and lupus erythematosus acts in such a way as to cause various portions of the body complex to become distorted in the way in which the instrument's pedal appendages are now distorted. We may suggest care in resumption of the exercise but determination now. Yes, Ray, welcome Ray. Ray says in the chat, the will is a very heavy thing. We can move all things with will. Jesus actually said at one point that if you had if you had any faith, you could literally move mountains. And he wasn't speaking figuratively there. He said literally. So the truth is, um, you know, even Ross said they state early on that our moon that we have. First of all, our moon is orbiting in an orbit that no other planetary body um, has a moon in that particular orbit, period. It doesn't work that way in the universe but our moon is is sitting at an exact precise location and distance away from our planet as to be able to eclipse the sun at different times and different places okay it's slowly moving away from us but that will change as it becomes more and more populated right because when there's more people there, the gravitational pull gets stronger and it'll equal itself out. I, I suspect that in the fourth dimension, the moon is, is not moving away from the Earth because the, the, all of the energy in the fourth is more positive than it is here in the because we have a negative and positive, And there you don't have as much negative on the planet. Okay. It still exists. Right. Sharon says, ha, Rob put my husband to sleep. <laughs> he ate too much. Well, that methodical voice, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're, or, you know, if you're already full, then siesta time tries to set itself in anyways, right? Because you got a, a full belly, you get comfortable. And if it's nice and toasty, warm in the house and your conditions are good in your, in your, in your domicile, then a voice like that being so monotone and with that English accent, I could see that, man. It does that to me sometimes. I'll be sitting up listening to it at night. If I have a couple of drinks in me, I'll wake up and it'll be four or five sessions later because I fall asleep from that monotone uh, voice of, of the computer, right? <laughs> it's hilarious. <clears throat> so, okay, what are we saying here? Oh, now you guys are... Um, yeah, yes, it, it, Ray's talking about the moon and she says, uh, uh, what's in the... I'm reading without my glasses. Let me put my glasses back on. Depends on the distance I'm sitting, like, on the screen here in full screen. I can read without my glasses, but when I try to read my phone, I have to put my glasses back on. What, what, wasn't it the Salmations who wrote the record of the moon appearing in one day? I'm not quite sure. I, uh, I think it was because I know the Romans also talked about it. There was a time before the moon and then the time when the moon was there. But I, I have been told that it was moved there. Uh, and put in place that was after Muldeck blew itself up and at first we still had atmosphere but then we didn't right so uh, the ecosystem wasn't working properly and we all knew it and uh, subconsciously on a spiritual level uh, we we 
you know, called out that the moon, we needed something to help our ecosystem. And I hear tell, it might have been the Blue Avian, somebody um, was, uh, was the catalyst and they brought the moon into place for us uh, with our energy and they stuck it where it is. Yeah, the monotone computer voices, they'll knock you out. Right, Melissa says that. Right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, right. So, no, 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 the moon wasn't part of, the moon has been designed. The moon is not part of Maldek at all. It's not even part of the Earth. Just like the sun, Saul, uh, was not the original sun that was from in this solar system. Saul is a creation, and so is the moon. Ra talks about that early on when they talk about the moon, and he says, imagine, that, if you will, that it's uh, drawn in space like a crayon. Okay, so the moon was not created here out of anything that's here. If you go to the moon and you test all of the, uh, the soil on the moon and what the moon is composed of, there is none of that anywhere here in the solar system. So it came from outside our solar system. And uh, Saul, the sun, appeared after the blue dwarf we had uh, winked out. And that's, um, that's uh, uh, Saturn. Saturn used to be the star here in this solar system and that's the whole thing we've i've done several shows uh, omar and i have from watchers talk we've done several shows about saturn worship and that saturn was the uh was the original sun you can listen to our our shows he did an entire on my uh was it was it for my anniversary he did an entire one part half a part of uh on that and we had to have him back to do the second half because we ran out of time so he did another three hours so he did a total of i think six hours or seven hours on that on saturn worship and the fact that the the um saturn the planet is a dead sun a dead star right so so the star that we have here was brought from outside or created by using the logos by us changing the matrix just like the moon we needed it so we drew it okay we made it so isn't that crazy with our will yes yes the ritual is drawing down the moon exactly melissa you you have a, a pagan background right you have a wiccan background absolutely drawing down the moon is literally drawing down the energy from that we have put there right it's literally drawing down the moon you know that if you've done the ritual so that is actual true so that's why people don't understand how much of what we do in our religious practices or our spiritual practices have to do with showing us the trueness of the universe. Yes, so the moon is here uh, due to maintenance. Yes, <laughs> we needed it because our ecosystem, Maldek kept our ecosystem working properly because the planet being in the orbit that it was in gave us our ecosystem to the same thing the moon does. So we had to put the moon exactly in that spot because we created it. But we also did that on purpose to give ourselves the sign. We put the moon there and the moon is exactly in the right orbit at the exactly the right distance away so that it is literally 100 times smaller than the sun. And it literally can block out the sun. I think it's 20 times. Don't quote me on the number. But it can literally block out the sun. And that's how we have the solar eclipses. No other moon is capable of doing that completely like we have a total blackout. Because the, no other moon is in a, in a position that perfect. Right? Yeah, the moon, the moon, me too. When, when I'm, I'm ruled by the moon, um, as Melissa's saying, making up another comment, the moon has always been close to me. Um, yeah, I'm ruled by the moon. When it, you could put me in a, you could lock me up 
and put me in a room where I don't see daylight or nighttime, and I can tell you when there's a full moon. I, I can feel the energy of the moon. I'm definitely ruled by the energy of the moon. I think there's far more to the moon than, uh, than we can identify, Ray says. Yeah, well, Ray, it's also um, hollow, and it's all, I believe it's a space station like the freaking Death Star. Uh, a lot of us do because um, it, it chimes, it rings out. There, there, no meteor has ever gone past a certain distance uh, hitting the moon, impacting the moon. They all stop. And when the guys landed on the moon the first time, they, they came down too hard. And when they hit the moon landing, it rang out like a bell. The only way that can happen is that it's somewhere there it's metal and hollow on the inside. So there's rumor that it was flown here, driven, <laughs> right? Um, and that there, you know, there's bases in there. I, you know, the guys from Above Majestic, uh, Emery Smith and um, and um, Corey Good, both claim to have been on that base. In fact, Emery Smith says that when the space shuttle crashed or burned up on reentry, he was on the moon and supposed to hijack a, a, a ride, hitch a ride back in the space shuttle. Right. To, to not be seen by the cameras, but he's supposed to hitch a ride. But something delayed him and he didn't get on the thing or he'd be dead right now because everybody burnt up and died. Um, I mean, you know, that's him saying that, but we don't know if it's true. But who would just claim that? Right. He's like, yeah, I was supposed to be on that. I was I was up on the moon. I was supposed to hitch a ride back to Earth uh, with that. But something changed uh, and they needed him for a few more minutes. And so they said, well, we have a cargo freighter or you can take the, the teleportation, you know, because you can also teleport there. And so he said, well, then why do that? You know, I'll just I'll just wait and stay here and I'll, and I'll teleport. And they said, OK. And then he got home and found out that they all burned up. Right. So Ray says in the, the moon is a very hard core energy and peaceful energy. Yes. Most people incredibly attracted to the moon have a huge attraction to to silenite. Yes, for for a reason. And yeah, it, the, the silenite is. Yeah, that's that's like the biggest uh, product of, of, you know, the moon has up there made of. The sea. Yeah. Well, the sea rules us all, too, because it's 75 percent and depends on your sun sign when you were born. Uh, whether you're an earth sign or a water sign or an air sign, right? I'm a Virgo, so I think that makes us an earth sign. Yeah, we're an earth sign. So I love the ocean, but the earth is, is uh, more, I'm more in tune with the earth because of being an earth sign. I believe that the moon was driven. Yeah, this is Ray saying that. The coalition uh, has it there uh, for more than one reason. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, some say, you know, suggest it's a duck blind. Um, that way the coalition can be there and be really close to the earth to observe what's going on. Uh, and we can't see them and don't know about it. And if something happens and they need to get down here in a hurry, they're right there on the earth or on the moon. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So March 30th. So um, uh, when Melissa was born. Ray, what is that? March 30th, 1988. She's a is she a, she Aquarius. You're an Aquarius. Ray knows she can tell right off the top of her head. <laughs> so so I'm trying to think what March is. Right. Is that cancer? Because Ju uh, July is Leo. Ah, I, I'm trying to do it off the top of my head, and I'm no good at that. Ray could tell me. You probably know, right? Yeah, an observatory. There's a lot of people who believe that the moon is just that. It was driven here. It's a space station. Uh, it was driven here and, you know, picked up the dust or the, the dust was put on it so that we wouldn't see it as a space station. And that's why no meteor has penetrated so far, you know, too far in the, into the moon because they all stop because they hit the outer shell of that Aries thank you thank you Ray so Aries the ram so that's a that's a uh, that's kind of a duality Aries is is mostly a um, earth sign but it's also like you're on the cusp so you're also you're, you that's why you have the water and and you're probably 
you probably like animals, but you also like the ocean because of the of the energy of both, right? I, my 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 first wife was she's a Taurus, right? She's a Taurus, but she's definitely an aquatic because of the time of day and where the moons were and the planets aligned. Uh, she is an Earth sign, but she's more attracted to the ocean and the animals and the whales in the ocean, right? So right, we'll see fire sign. See so. It depends on the time of day that you were born as well, whether you were born at day or night or what time of day and what time of night. Okay, that's not let's, – let's get back to the love one. We can do a whole show. I'll have to have you on, Ray. We'll do a whole show talking about all that stuff, right? Okay, so let's go ahead and continue here. As well, the alternation of footwear shall prove efficacious. The undergarment for the feet which you call the anklet should be of a softer and finer material than is now being used and should, if possible, conform more to the outline of those appendages upon which it is placed. This should provide a more efficient aid to the cushioning of these appendages. We may further suggest that the same immersion in the waters which is helpful to the general distortion is, in general, helpful to this specific distortion as well. However, the injury which has been sustained in the metatarsal region of the right pedal appendage should be further treated for some period of your space-time by the prudent application of the ice to the arch of the right foot for brief periods followed always. So you know everybody's talking about their sun signs. I'm actually, a, I'm a Virgo dead center. I'm the, I'm the 10th. Uh, but if you go by the 13 um, uh, uh, moon calendar the, that we used to go by before all the Roman emperors started stealing days, I would actually be a Leo. Right. So so when I have some I have Leo traits because my name, Leonard Lionheart. Right. My initials are L.E.O. Lion Leo. Uh, that's the Greek word for lion. Right. And my nickname for Leonard is Leo, which is the um, Greek word for lion. So I have all this lion. Um, so I'm definitely an earth uh, uh, earth sign. But um, also, I think, it, you know, with the the moon uh, rules me. So I have that affinity as well. All right. So I just wanted to throw mine in there because all you guys were talking about it. Those of you who are on the MP3 podcast, you don't get to read the chat, so you don't know what they're saying unless I read it to you. And we're still not going to talk about sun signs unless they do. They can continue, but we're going to continue talking about love one. Here we go. Always by immersion in the warm water. Question 84.6. Questioner, the instrument asked if the restricted, unpublishable healing information that was given during the first book could be included in book four since readers who have gotten that far will be dedicated somewhat. Answer, I am Ra. This publication of material shall, in time, shall we say, be appropriate. There is intervening material. Question 84.7. Questioner, I am sure that we are getting into a problem area with the first distortion here with a difficulty with a bit of transient material but I have questions from a couple of people that I would like to ask. The first one especially is of no lasting value. Andrei Japaharich asks about the coming physical changes, specifically this summer. Is there anything that we could relate to him about that? In the name, he didn't mess up, but the name is Andraja Pahurich. <laughs> so it's not a computer glitching. That's the actual name of that person. Okay, I just wanted to point that out in case you, if you're not looking, if you don't have the visual, you go, what did he just say? It's actually a person's name. Spelled A N D R I J A. First name. Next next word P U P is in Paul U H A R I C H. Just for specification for the MP3 podcasters. Answer: I am Ra. We may confirm the good intention of the source of this entity's puzzles and suggest that it is a grand choice that each may make the by desire 
collect the details of the day or, by desire, seek the keys to unknowing. Question 84.8 .8. Questioner, I can't help but be interested in the fact that this other entity to whom we were previously referring reported being taken on board a craft. Could you tell me something about that? Answer, I am Ra. The nature of contact is such that in order for the deep portion of the trunk of the tree of mind affected to be able to accept the contact, some symbology which may rise to the conscious mind is necessary as a framework for the explanation of the fruits of the contact. In such cases the entity's own expectations fashion the tale which shall be the most acceptable to that entity and in the dream state or a trance state in which visions may be produced, this seeming memory is fed into the higher levels of the so-called subconscious and the lower levels of the conscious. From this point the story may surface as any memory and cause the instrument to function without losing balance or sanity. See, one of the things that people, most people don't understand is that because of the quarantine, we have been quarantined for a very long time here, that the UFOs that everybody are seeing around the, or UAFs, depending on, on where, you know, what do you call them, that everybody are seeing are either, they, they either belong to this planet, to one faction or another of the cabal, or they're the very few that squeak through the blockade and make it down to Earth. But moreover, most of them are either from this planet or they're an illusion projected into and inserted as a memory. Right? So the, most of the abductions that are taking place are not aliens. They're, they might be aliens, but they're from here. Most of the time, they're not even that. They just they just make you think that they are, uh, because they use these little greys to to work their magic. And the greys, some of them are from here. There's many different races of greys. I'm I'm hearing many, right? And they all have subtle differences, just like any other race would. If you look at like all the Asians, you know, if you're not Asian, you look at that race, you think everybody looks alike. Same thing people say about. African Americans, black people. If you're not, if you're not around black people all the time, you think they all look alike. Black people who are not around uh, Europeans think we all look alike, right? Once you're around the race long enough, you see the subtle differences. I grew up very integrated, so I don't think all black people look alike. I don't think all Asian people look alike. I I don't even think twins look alike. People are like they're identical twins. I'm like, no, that one has a mole on his left uh, cheek. Right. And this one has thicker eyebrows. You know, the women, they decorate themselves differently. They do their own makeup their own way. They shape their eyebrows their own way. They, so, you know what I mean? So you have two twin women. And I look at them and go, no, they're 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 very, very similar. Yeah, you're right. But they're different. She's got more of a tan. That one has her hair uh, blonde with uh, silver highlights and she has her hair completely blonde. Right. So I, I see those things and pick up on those things because I'm used to doing that because I've been integrated my entire life. Right. So people try to say, oh, just because you're white and you have gray hair, you must be racist. I'm like, you don't know who I am. You don't know where, where I grew up. You don't know who my friends have been my whole life. Right? I have friends from every race and religion and creed that I've grown up with. The schools that I went to, we were super integrated in the San Francisco Bay Area, especially out in Contra Costa County. Very integrated. In fact, they said that area of the East Bay was the most integrated racially on the planet that's what they said i don't know that to be true but i but i know that we're still that way 
right? That whole area is that way. We, the whole Bay Area is that way. It's a melting pot of the world, and everyone just li- there's no racism on a on a, a civil on a civil civilian level. There are a few. There's always a few, right? I mean, is there systemic racism integrated in our society? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. But it's not just against black people. People don't understand that, and they don't want to talk about that because they're ignorant and they don't they don't understand history. There is systemic racism. It's all races that are not the cabal. We're their slaves. They see us that way, period. doesn't matter the color of your skin or the shape of your eyes. It doesn't. White people don't get a hand up like you guys think we do, right? But the problem is that the white race is in charge. So when you can't lump the rest of us in with those evildoers who are in charge or those elite uh, uh, Hollywood uh, people who get paid way, way too much for, for acting. Okay? And most of them are white. You're absolutely right. Because once you start making money, it becomes the good old boy system. You have to be white to be involved in that. But I'm Irish. We don't count as white in their minds. Look that up. Okay? Certain races that are white do not count to them. The only races they count that are white are the Saxons, the English, and the Italians, and maybe the, the uh, uh, Greeks. That's it. Those are the races that are considered white that are in charge. All of the other races, the Germanic races, all of the, the, the races in the north, the Viking and the Celts, why do you think when they freed the slaves they gave them all Viking and Celtic names? so they can identify them as the slave race. Do you understand? That's why we have Shaquille O'Neal. His last name's O'Neal like mine. He spells it N-E-A-L, which is the way my name is originally spelled, by the way. I'm, my last name is originally Neal, N-E-A-L. That's the name I was born with, Leonard Edward Neal Jr. That's my legal name. This is my, my pen name because I've written three books and I have show. <laughs> right? So it's O'Neal. I assumed this name. Okay, so all races are looked at as the same. It's a caste system. You're either rich and elite, and that makes you part of that ruling class, or you're the slave class. That's the way they see us. Would it be easier for me to penetrate that? Absolutely right, because they're all white. They would accept me if I were to show up and have all that money. That's why they accepted Mark Zuckerberg, who, in fact, that's a name of of a Hebrew name. Okay, so he's, he looks like he's part Jewish. So they accept that because the Jews, in fact, run the diamond industry and part of the banking and most of the entertainment industry, especially the comedy. So he just has an easier way in than I would. Okay, all of, the, all of the mafias only used us as hitmen because if we got caught, they didn't care. That's what, the, that's what England did if you watch the movie uh, Braveheart. Send the Irish, they're free. Right? So, so there is a systemic racist problem, but it's more of a systemic class issue. And that's what we really need to focus on, and that will help because you need to understand that African Americans, you're not the only one in that boat. Talk to the Native Americans. You want to talk about racism and systemic racism? You think you got it bad? They literally tried to kill that entire race off. Talk to the Asians. They brought them over here and used them as slave labor to build the railroads. Guess who was right alongside them building the railroads? Yeah, you guys and us. <laughs> okay, we were the slave labor race. Irish, Chinese, blacks. 
and Scottish and anybody that was from Norway or Finland or, or anywhere up there, right? So that's, that's the deal there, guys. We need to understand it's a class war. We're all in this soup together. If you're not the rich and the elite, you're a slave, and that's the way they see us. I mean, here's a perfect example. I don't normally talk politics, but here's a perfect example. Look at all the crap that's been going on in the last four years in politics in America. All of that, none of that had to do with anything about loving America or hating America. It had to do with money and power. They used whatever they needed as money and power. So whatever race they needed to uh, hold up for a minute and, and praise them as being tortured by other ones, they did that until they didn't need them anymore, and then they just forgot about them. That's what they've done. Where are the, where's all the cries for the, for the people on the border getting problems having against them? Well, that doesn't, doesn't fit into their narrative right now. So they don't talk about it. They held up money so that it made them look better and made Joe Biden look better before the election. They wouldn't vote to give any money to anybody. Then when they did want money, they wanted money that was going to be bailing out all these Democratic cities who screwed their whole system up. The Republicans didn't want to give any of that money, so they held it up. They don't give a shit about us people dying out here. They don't give a shit about us people losing our jobs. If they did, they would have had money coming in from the beginning until now every paycheck. But they didn't, did they? One stimulus for us and hundreds of millions of dollars for corporations. It's because the corporations are giving hundreds of millions of dollars back. We're not giving shit back. See? It's nothing to have anything to do with race. Nothing have anything to do with race at all. It's class. I didn't get anything better than you got. I got one stimulus package. That's it. I got $1,000 or $1,200 or whatever the hell it was. That was it. All right, let's continue here. Stop all this politics crap. Question 84.9. Yeah, the, and then, yeah, Sharon says the Mexicans. The Mexican people, I see them no different than I see the Irish people of, of their time, the Norwegian people of their time, the Scandinavian people of their time coming to the United States. They're people who are coming from a poor nation, they're fleeing uh, injustice and gangs and, and drug lords and dictators. They're trying to make money to, to feed their family, and, and they're being exploited. That's exactly what happened to the Irish. At least nobody else has any signs out that said, you know, no black need to apply. No, no Mexican need to apply, right? A job offer, no Irish need to apply. That was, pr that was printed everywhere across the United States. No Irish need to apply. You guys need to look that up. Next time somebody calls me a racist, I'm going to hand him a, a history book. Here, you need to Google this. Look up Irish in America and see how we were treated. Yeah. Right? So, you know, that the problem is that, that you got to fight. So that's why I'm, I love Black Lives Matter. You're fighting. Stand up and, and be heard, damn it. Keep doing what you're doing. What you're doing. Just quit burning shit down. It's not the way. Violence isn't the way. Peaceful protest is the way, but keep, keep doing what you're doing, people. Keep, keep crying out with anger. I'm with you. I'll put on a shirt and say Black Lives Matter, but not if you come and scream it in my face and tell me if I don't do it, you're going to beat me. I don't cotton to that kind of attitude. That's why the Irish were not enslaved in this country, because we didn't, we didn't go along with that. Really? You're going to beat me? Try it. I'll stop bringing your garbage. I'll stop picking up your, uh, putting out your fires. See, we took the jobs that gave us that ability. We, we unionized them. No, you call the police, it's all the Irish. We ain't showing up. We're blockading your, your uh, companies. I'm going to call the police and have you removed. No cops show up. I'm going to light your cars on fire. I'm going to call the police. Oh, no one shows up. Call the fire department. No one shows up. No one takes trash out either. We were the garbage men. The Mexicans are that now. 
You guys have more power than you think you have. Brown people, black people, you're in there with them too. You got more power than you think you have. You got to hit them where it hurts, not burning down their buildings because you end up burning down buildings of people that are just like you trying to struggle. Go burn down a Walmart or a Lowe's or a, you know, some one of the big corporations, some, some Amazon building, Google building, Mark Zuckerberg's house. That's the stuff you want to burn down. If you're going to burn stuff down, burn down things that count, that cost money to the big people. Oh, wait, they're the ones giving you money. You can't burn their places down, can you? Mm, that sucks. Got to make a decision there. Let's continue. Questioner, going back to the previous session, you stated that each sexual activity was a transfer before the veil. Would you trace the flow of energy that was transferred and tell me if that was the planned activity or a planned transfer by the designing logos? Answer, I am Ra. The path of energy transfer before the veiling during the sexual intercourse was that of the two entities possessed of green ray capability. The awareness of all is creator as that which opens the green energy center. Thusly there was no possibility of blockage due to the sure knowledge of each by each that each was the creator. The transfers were weak due to the ease with which such transfers could take place between any two polarized entities during sexual intercourse. Question 84.10 Questioner, what I was getting at precisely, was, for example, when we close an electrical circuit it is easy to trace the path of current. It goes along the conductor. I am trying to determine whether this transfer is between the green energy centers, the heart chakras. I am trying to trace the physical flow of the energy to try to get an idea of blockages after the veil. I may be off on the wrong track here, but if I am wrong we'll just drop it. Can you tell me something about that? Answer, I am Ra. In such a drawing or schematic representation of the circuitry of two mind-body-spirits or mind-body-spirit complexes in sexual or other energy transfer the circuit opens always at the red or base center and moves as possible through the intervening energy centers. If baffled it will stop at orange. If not, it shall proceed to yellow. If still unbaffled it shall proceed to green. It is well to remember in the case of the mind, body, spirit that the chakras or energy centers could well be functioning without crystallization. Question 84.11 Questioner, in other words they would be functioning but it would be equivalent in an electrical circuitry to having a high resistance, shall we say, and although the... Yeah, Sharon, I have to, for those of you on the MP3, Sharon said, uh, we, talking about her and her husband, she says, me, pure Scotch, she's Scottish, and him, pure Mexican, got so many looks some 20, 25 years ago. Now the current, uh, in the current climate, we don't get those looks anymore. People actually smile at us. I consider that a, a new generation has come. Yeah, so there, it's, not, it's not as bad as it was. People keep saying that there's all this racism now. The, the racism is, is so much less than it was 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. The 60s were really bad. The 50s, the 40s, they were horrible. Back in the 20s, horrible racism. Two million people in the KKK back then. All of them Democrat, by the way. That's not a joke. You can look that up. The people who were fighting for slavery were 99% Democrat. Hmm. Look that up. The South was all Democrats. They still are. The South is usually, the South is usually a Democratic countries but the democrats today try to equate racism with the republicans that's weird they're the ones who freed them first republican president was abraham lincoln he's the one who freed the slaves he was an abolitionist look that word up black lives matter antifa do you know what abolitionist means 
See my point? Okay, let's continue. So, yeah, right? My brother, he has two kids that are half black, <laughs> right? My best friend Paul, his son, is half black, right? I don't have any kids. I have a stepson. And he's he's Irish-Italian, <laughs> English-Irish-Italian, right? But, you know, my entire family, my sister... She she is, you know, well, we we have Native American in us. I know I don't look and I don't have the Native look. The rest of my family does. But we do have Native American in us. We're like 5%. And some of us look more. My sister, who was, it looks more Mexican than I do, looks more Native American than I do. Um, she got together with a with a guy who's, I think, half Mexican, if not three-quarter Mexican. So all of her, both of her kids are very dark, right? And very Native because her, the... The Mexican was more Native American than he was Mexico-Mexican. So their kids are like 30% Native. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, so my sister's kids are like 20, 30% and then their kids, right? So th- that's the way my entire family is. I have, I have four older sisters, right? And, and um, Julie, who got a lot of Native, uh, she's the one just above my sister Debbie that I was talking about just now. She got a lot of native uh, look to her and her kids are also native. You couldn't tell that they're related to us until you get like Julie next to Debbie. And then you go, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then you put my brother next to them and they go, oh, yeah. And you put me there and they go, where's the freckles come from? I'm the recessive. But when you put us there and look at our features, you go, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I can see how you guys, you guys are related. But I look like Santa Claus. I have more of the, of the Scandinavian Germanic features than I do, you know, the Celt. Than I do the native, but the rest of my family is very native. My clan is a black Irish clan. So we're already looking more native than, than other people in, in the Irish, uh, in, the, in the Celtic uh, clanage. So, we're, so we are, but we have that recessive. I have the recessive. I got the red hair and the freckles. My mom had that recessive and my dad has that recessive. Our, our family always has like one or two. My first, the first daughter, Julie, no, I'm sorry, not Julie. <laughs> Carolyn, Carolyn is the is a recessor. She has freckles, but she has she had black hair. She's old now. She's old like me, so we have gray hair. She's older than I am, so she's got to be almost seventy now. Um, she, if she's still alive, I don't know. I haven't talked to her for years, but she had beautiful, piercing blue eyes, freckles, black hair. That's traditional black Irish uh, look or green eyes, but hers were hers were mostly blue. And then uh, Jennifer, who uh, is basically the same, she looks very native. Um, but yet she has freckles and yet she has, uh, you know, the, the brown, uh, pringle, cream, green, blue eyes and hazel, I guess they would call them, like I do. And then my sister Debbie has brown eyes and my brother has brown eyes. So, you know, we, we cross over. My aunt, uh, Auntie Cora, she was brown, brown, Mexican looking, native, dark, red skin. <laughs> right? But her sister had got the recessive Germanic and that was my grandmother, she had blonde hair and blue eyes, but they were of the same father and the same mother, right? Do you see, when we went to go and see Auntie Cora, we are like, wow, she's like Mexican, or she, Indian. She looked like a Native American Indian. She had that dark red leather look to the brown skin. You know, that's why they call them redskins. Well, I know that a lot of that was a derogatory redskin because they chopped off their, scalped their heads. Okay, so enough about race. I apologize to anybody I offended by talking about race instead of the law of one. Here we go. The circuit will be complete, red through green. The total quantity of energy transferred would be less. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. 
we might most closely associate your query with the concept of voltage. The uncrystallized, lower centers cannot deliver the higher voltage. The crystallized centers may become quite remarkable in the high voltage characteristics of the energy transfer as it reaches green ray and indeed as green ray is crystallized this also applies to the higher energy centers until such energy transfers become a non-estation asterisk for the creator. Asterisk on estation, N. Adornment, Grace. Obs. Question 8. See, normally they don't do that. That's funny that they did that to tell you, to give you the what that word meant. <laughs> they normally, they don't do that, and that's why I'm here, and I start translating the word for you. That's hilarious that they did that right there. I was, I was watching it as it came up. I was reading it, and I went, wow, that's, that's an anomaly. I think they've done that one other time where they actually translated the word for you. 84.12. Questioner, would you please correct me on this statement? I am guessing that what happens is that when a transfer takes place the energy is that light energy that comes in through the feet of the entity and the voltage or potential difference is measured between the red energy center and, in the case of the green ray transfer, the green energy center and then must leap or flow from the green energy center of one entity to the green energy center of the other, and then something happens to it. Could you clarify my thinking on that? Answer, I am Ra. Yes. See, that's one thing that people need to understand as well. We always, in our minds, at least I, I do, and when I talk to other people, they kind of tend to do that as well. We think because we, when we think, you feel like you're in your brain, right? You feel like you're inside this avatar. So you always assume that all the energy comes in through your head, but it doesn't. All energy comes in through the, your through your feet, which is rooted. Your feet are the contact with the planet. It's also the base root. All of your energy flows like the kundalini energy from the base upwards. Okay? So even energy that you transfer through, say, sexual contact, because anybody who's, if you've had sex, right, you, you feel that transfer of energy when, when you're doing that. And if, you're, and if you're in any other way as well, like right now what we're doing, Right. I'm, I'm playing this for you and I'm talking and I'm giving this my energy and this energy is going out to you. You're out there listening to this and you're responding and giving energy back, whatever that energy is, whether you're pissed off at me and saying, hey, you're an idiot, don't know what you're talking about. Or whether you're saying, hey, wow, yeah, this really resonates. Whatever your level of energy is, that positive or negative energy is still flowing back to me because I am right now the source. Right. Or I'm the translator. The, I'm the medium. The source is the video. And that's that's uh, raw being the source through Carla. Right. And I'm just the, the medium here between that spiritual energy and you guys. But if you ever played in a band, you feel that energy transfer as well. The band's playing, and they're putting their energy into that music, the creation of the music, the playing of the music. You have to remember that everything is a harmonic resonance. That's why I'm going to do a whole episode on 12 and, and how that plays into everything. Uh, in a positive way, not in the way that the History Channel did when they were like, maybe it's our creator gods. Okay? Maybe it's aliens. They say that about everything, and I'm like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just God. <laughs> maybe it's just the one true creator of the universe. Maybe it's you as an independent one true creator of the universe. Maybe that's where it came from because we all are that piece we're a part of. We're only whole when we are 100%. The entire, uh, everything that is the one true creator is fractured 
into the infinite universe. So you have to understand that the one is everything and everybody and every multiverse in every dimension all together at once. Can you fathom that with your brain? That is the almighty creator of the universe. So everything that you see around you is the creator, even you, even your thoughts, even your actions. You are a mini creator, a mini me version of the ultimate creation of the universe, of the ultimate wisdom. But the universe isn't in whole until you take all of its parts, right? The mind, the body, and the spirit totality, right? Complex totality. So the universe as a whole is the one true infinite creator. That's why the three, six, and nine works the way it does. The three, the common denominator here in this reality is the three energy that is us. Right? We can integrate with six. Six can't integrate with nine because we can go with three and six is nine and three and nine is 12, but six and nine is 14. So six can't integrate with nine without three. Do you understand? We're the catalyst because we are, are the consciousness that is a piece of the one. We are aware and that we are. I think, therefore, I am. That gives us the power over the logos. But only in as far as our reality reaches. Do you see? So we are the common denominator. And scientists will never figure out the universe until they get that portion. That the universe in and of itself as a complete whole is the creator. All of us individually are nothing but one individual part of each other. A reflection or maybe a, a slight light spectrum difference because each of us is an individual on this particular level. Do you understand? So that's why they'll never figure it out. They take God out of everything. And ancient aliens, they do too because they're like, oh, it's aliens, allegedly. Aliens, aliens, aliens. They say they take God off of everything in the Bible and say aliens and it makes more sense. No, you could put a dog there and it would make the same amount of sense. You could put Leo. I am. What did Leo say? Leo said, I am. Tell him I am sent you. Tell him Leo sent you. It doesn't change it. The name doesn't make it. That's what the, un unfortunately, all the religions are fighting over a name and semantics. The name doesn't make difference. There is only one true God and only Muhammad is his prophet. There is only one true God and only Jesus is his prophet. There is only one true God and only Elijah. No. You simple-minded farmers. I can't even say that because farmers are smarter than that. You simple-minded nerve herders. Arrogant. Egotistical. Simple-minded nerve herders. That's the biggest problem that we have is that our ego is what we're feeding. Why? Because we want money and power. So instead of being humble and saying, 
I am only a messenger of the one true creator. Everyone wants to say, I'm in charge here because I created you. I am the most important thing in the entire universe. Pay me money. Let's continue. Oh, that's the end of <laughs> part one. So let me check the timer before we start part two then to make sure we're not, because we are already running over, are we not? And yeah, we're, a mi we're an hour and 21 minutes in. Okay, so then we'll quit there. I don't think it's playing, is it? No. So we'll stop there at the end of that, and we'll pick up at, at the part two of uh, session 84, and I promise I won't talk about politics during that time, so I won't eat up that much of the time on the clock, okay? So I never did turn my camera on. I'll probably be all washed out. No, I'm not. Last time I was, I think it was the, the angle of my camera because it's nighttime here again, and last time I was all bright and white, and I, I slightly moved the lamp on top of the desk, and I have the camera at a slight different angle than I did before. And because of that, you can see my Santa beard. Wait, let me put on my Santa glasses so that you can see my Santa. Those of you who are on the MP3 podcast, I apologize. You can't see this. You're missing out. You'll have to go to my page and take a look. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I've played Santa in the past. I'm sure that's not a surprise <laughs> to those of you who can see my face right now. I am the real Santa Claus when I show up. The one thing I have to do is put on the white gloves, the red outfit, and walk in. I even have a belly, right? Although it's getting smaller, I'm going to have to start stuffing it pretty soon because it's getting smaller. Right? I know I started it early this year. Uh, Julie said uh, that, that beard is epic. Yeah, it is. Uh, thank you. I started it in September. Last year, I wasn't going to do it until Sharon said, I think it was Sharon, uh, last year said, what, no Santa Claus beard this year? So I grew it, but I only got October, November, and December. This started in September, like September 1. I stopped shaving. The only thing I've shaved is underneath my neck. That's it. All the rest of this, I haven't trimmed it. I haven't shaped it. I have done nothing to it at all. I just comb it, wash it, and comb it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, and I play with it a lot with my hand to keep it under control but no that's the truth i have not i haven't trimmed it haven't done anything to cut anything off the only thing i did was took the hair out of my ears because when you get to be in your 50s and you're anything from europe you have a bush that grows out of your ears <laughs> especially if you're a man um a lot of guys just don't do anything about it it drives me nuts and i forgot about it because i can't see my ears right i don't have my earrings in right now uh but normally i have earrings in and uh, I don't really see my, unless I turn my head while I'm looking in the mirror or I put my finger up there, and I realized I had a freaking shrubbery coming out of my ears, so I shaved them. It was hilarious, right? Your your husband uh, is too native to grow, right? Well, the, yeah, the, na the Native Americans and, and a lot of the Mexicans can't grow. They're not real hairy people, so they can't grow a full beard. And they, they, I mean, they try, and they actually look good with what they can grow, but they're not European. <laughs> We're woolly mammoths, Europeans, man. Well, that's why a beard over there was like the rite of passage. If you grew a beard like this, you were considered a man, right? And we still give each other a hard time. I remember when I start, first started growing, I was 18 years old, and I started growing my mustache. And I, and, I, and I learned the secret that you let it grow out for a while, and then you shave it off, and then you grow, let it grow, 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 and shave it all off. And that creates uh, the cycle to, to renew itself. And I had done that for like the third time, and I was letting it grow. And this guy looked at me, one of, one of my buddies, and he goes, and how long have you been growing that peach fuzz on your lip? And I said, this is about two weeks. And he was like, well, no way, really? Because it was almost a full mustache. And he goes, you, that's only two weeks in? I'm like, yeah, that's about 14 days. I give it another 14 days, it'll be a full mustache. And he was like, oh, how come you can do that? And I explained to him, what you got to do is 
Let it grow out, even though it looks like peach fuzz, then shave it off and let it grow out for another couple weeks and shave it off. Don't shave every day uh, or don't just let it grow out into peach fuzz because the little hairs are going to come out as peach fuzz. But you got to get them started, let them grow out a ways, then shave it off. And that creates the cycle. That's why they tell you women, if you start getting hair, don't start shaving it because you'll get end up with more and more hair. You just got to pluck out the pieces uh, here and there, right? Some people would, would shave it, and when people get older, my mom does that. She takes a razor, and I'm like, oh, well, who cares? She's 76. If she's going to grow a full beard, no one's going to care, right? <laughs> I can't read. I mean, I have to put on my other glasses. Those are my glasses for seeing the, the distance. These are my reading glasses. I don't have bifocals because I didn't want to pay the money for it. So, uh, right, yeah, Harry Viking, I am. Let me look at me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know I'm, I went to the doctor, and he was uh, he had a German accent. He was a really good doctor, and and he was taking a look at me. We we're talking about my DNA. And I said, well, I am a Celt. I said, I'm Irish. And he goes, and he looks at me with that accent. He goes, no, I'm thinking that your DNA is a little further north. He didn't say north. He said Norse. And he pointed. Right. I said, you're right. I do have some Norse DNA in me. And he's like, uh-huh. He says, you have good DNA. And I was like, well, you're just saying that because you're freaking Viking. <laughs> right? Because he was a northern German Viking. Uh, but I come from above that. My Viking comes from Scandinavia, which is high, which is further up north. It's southern Viking, but it's still up there, right? And I had the red hair, but mine was the orange hair, not the not the blood red Viking Swedish Viking. Mine was more of the you know Norway, Finland, um, in, in Scandinavia, light colored red orange, you know, um, hair. But with us orange people, look at Mark McGuire. Anybody who knows baseball. Mark McGuire, same thing. He's a McGuire, but he's got those features that are Germanic. He had the red, orange hair by the time he was 45, white, just like this. My dad was the same way. Although my dad had dark hair, he had brown, black hair. But by the time he was 45, sure white, just like this. Now, the hair on my head, which there's not a lot left on the top, but I'm starting to go freckles, uh, you know, uh, more salt than pepper now but you know i'm 53 it took me until this year this last year to where it really started to turn my brother looked at him like, wow you're going great pretty quick i'm like not really <laughs> considering this went overnight <laughs> almost literally all right guys i know that you guys on the mp3 file can't see my face but if you go to the facebook page and look me up leonard o'neill or go to orion rising and get the link from that you'll see my ugly mug or watch one of my videos on youtube uh, if you don't like facebook um, you can watch the MP4 file version, which I'll have up later on this evening or tomorrow, uh, and then the MP3 version as well. Uh, so, yeah, then you guys can take a look. All right, guys, uh, have a great night. I know I kind of went off on a tangent there in the beginning about the stuff that's up and coming, uh, but, I, but I have to promote that I'm not getting paid uh, by those people to promote it all. They're just personal friends of mine that I've worked with uh, for a long time, for years, and I'm promoting that stuff and helping out. Uh, so I want to get that, uh, um, you know, to, to happen for them. And then, you know, talking about the politics, I apologize. I normally don't do that. And talk about the racism. I normally don't do that. Sometimes I cut into that, but I try not to on, on the spiritual stuff. When I'm talking about spiritualism or, uh, you know, that little of one uh, over here. I try to stay out of that, right? But uh, unfortunately, sometimes it just kind of bleeds over. It is, what we're, it is what it is these days. I apologize if I offended anybody. But like I always say, if you think I'm wrong in anything that I've ever said, including the shit that I just said about racism, look it up. Do this. Do your due diligence. Look it up yourself. And if you can come back to me and say, ha, you're bullshit. And I'll tell you why. I'll put you on the air and I'll let you kick my butt. Nobody's ever done that in six years of me being on the air. OK, and it's because I speak from the heart. I speak the truth and I don't make crap up and I don't talk propaganda. 
right? I'm not affiliated with any political party. I'm not getting paid by any of them, so I'm not a hack for the Republican Party or a hack for the Democratic Party. I am, in fact, listed as no party affiliation. The only party that I find myself swaying towards would be maybe the Independent Party, but I kind of like the libertarian ideology of freedom and liberty. Um, it's, you know, don't take away my liberty, give me liberty or give me death, right? Um, so that's the only, but I'm not registered in any of that because I don't believe in that crap. And it's the same thing with religion, even though I was brought up Christian, I was brought up Catholic, I was knighted by the Roman Catholic Church, and I am a Christian minister. I do not attend their Orthodox churches for the same reason. Okay? I believe in independent thought, I believe in independence, I believe in freedom, and I believe in liberty for everyone, no matter what creed, nationality, or where you came from on this planet or elsewhere for that matter. Everybody is equal, and I believe that. We're all equal, and the, the only reason we have differences is because it would be really fucking boring. Right? We chose this. We chose to have these differences because I think it's sexy. I like the, the diversity. I like looking at women from all walks of life, and I like the variety, and then I like the different mixes that people have put together most of the time they come out really nice looking so I would rather have that than to have say everybody be in the same color black or brown or white or yellow or purple or blue or pink I wouldn't want to have that we'd have only that we'd, we'd end up having like no features different from one another your wife would look like your husband your kids would look like the woman you're having sex with what but I mean they kind of do anyway but it would be identical you'd be like who's which one of you is my wife Holy Jesus Christ, which one of you, you know, the, your women would be like, which one of you is my husband? Is my husband raised his hand? Oh, he's the one with the gray, with the little gray hair. Okay. Do you understand? Right? We'd all end up wearing the same clothes. We'd all end up with this boring, boring, uh-uh. Eh. Strike two, one more chance, one more strike, and the Johnsons get a chance to steal. Right? Survey says. So what I'm saying is I enjoy the diversity of being able to look at women from all different colors and some men. Okay, I enjoy that. And I think everybody else secretly does, even though they're, they say, you know, that, oh, I hate that race. I hate those people. Because I don't. I mean, I hate the politics of different races, right? So I hate that stuff. I hate what they stand for because it's, a, you know, because they're not for freedom and they're not for justice and they're not for. But I like having that variety, man. I like it. It's sexy. That's why I just was talking to a woman about, you know, dyeing your hair. You women dyeing your hair. Dye it every color you want to dye it. I think that's sexy. Cut it any way you want to cut it. Shave your head. I don't care. Just be you. It's sexy. You want to get a tan? That's cool because right now you're pale white and you glow in the dark. Go get a tan. It looks like a different woman. Dye your hair blonde instead of black and I'm having sex with somebody completely different, a stranger. I can pretend that and we can keep our marriage going. I can do the same thing. I'll dye my beard, cut it off, shave it into anything you want. Role play any way you want to play. It keeps things running well in your life. Diversity. Change. Not being afraid of that. So you don't have to wife swap. You don't have to have sex with 27 different people. Just have your wife have her hair 27 different ways in the course of five years. Right? You do the same thing. Right? I'm going to get dumpy this, this year. I'm going to have a belly. You all right with that? Yeah, I'll fuck a fat guy. All right, next year, though, I'm going to get back into shape and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger did when he was 27. Cool. I get the fuck a monkey. Right? A gorilla. I mean, let's be serious, right? Why not? Have fun with that crap. I'm going to get a tan on one side. They're doing that with suits now, right? When you have a suit that's like red on one side and white on the other. I'm going to get a tan on my left side but not my right side. 
so I can stand next to you and you can be dating two guys depending on which side of me you want to stand on today. Right? I mean, come on. I know I'm being silly, but that's... <laughs> All right, now I'm just being rummy, right? Okay, guys. Have a great night. I love you guys. Pass this on, this video. Those of you who got bored with it and left, you know, you're not even here anymore. Uh, but those of you who hung out until now to listen to my rants and jokes and having fun, I love you for doing it. Um, tune in. I, I'll, I'll be doing more stuff, uh, Orion Rising News, as time goes on here because we still got this craziness going on with the COVID virus, uh, which will be going away soon, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and uh, we still have, you know, this crazy election stuff going on lawsuits. I don't know what just happened in the last two hours because I've been on here, but uh, the Supreme Court was supposed to be handing down some uh, ruling or, or saying whether or not they're going to hear this case, which could be pivotal to, um, you know, with, depending on whatever side you're on, it could be pivotal to anything that could happen, right? Everything's in the up, up in the air still. So we'll see what happens there, right? Either way, we'll all still survive. This too shall pass. We'll be back to normal. Once this election is solved, watch how quickly COVID goes away, right? going to go away and if you get the vaccine and everybody starts getting vaccinated it'll go away if not herd immunity is going to kick in because everybody's getting it it'll go away yeah you know i don't think it's going to be here forever you know it could but it's not going to be as strong as it is it's going to be a flu bug next year this many people won't be dying every day right i think that they're still padding the numbers uh and because no one's talking about it so all right guys namaste have a great night i'll talk to you later